0: and we're off again episode 10 what's up guys i got uh mr george with me again here today and uh sitting up here at the harley shop find a little uh leisure time we're going to talk about a little thing today i think we're going to talk about today active versus passive listening yeah but we were talking about something before that <laughs> and i was like we gotta we gotta get it on we gotta, gotta get it on record man so uh yeah man we're just we're just hanging out today and uh You know, y'all know how my episodes go, my podcasts go. I like to just give a little bit of my uh, my uh, knowledge or lack thereof. Maybe y'all can correct me on some stuff, but I'm I'm learning some things, so I want y'all to learn it with me as I go. So uh, yeah, like I said today, I read um, one of one of George's emails get every morning, and if y'all would like to get in on this list, just email me at mx. 471racer at gmail.com and i'll just i'll get y'all in on these emails um but i'd like to you know i was telling george i was like man some of this stuff is just is too smart for me to even try to really uh decipher to y'all for without me without me making you know sounding stupid so he's like well just break it up i go great idea so the first one on you know today uh know, this it's not this isn't today's email but this one's called learn it's it? That's the subject, learn, to make a conscious effort to hear. That's how you learn. Well, I mean, there's other ways of learning, but make a conscious effort to hear. And that's what we're talking about today. So the first the first sentence of this email is, most of us don't listen to learn, we listen to respond. And that right there, I was like, yep, that's what our podcast is going to be about because we can talk all day about it. And um, I'm going to let George in on a little bit on, on on it in a little bit, but because what what I think of that is, you know, say, when we're arguing with somebody, we're just pretty much waiting for them to stop talking so we can get our two cents, and we don't even hear what that person said at all, and uh, to make this, to make it uh, a good test for y'all, you know, uh, George told me this last night while we we're, were getting some uh, ink work done, we're sitting there, and he goes, a good test, you know, sit sit across from your partner or whoever, and you know, politely ask them just to let me get all out, let me get it all out of what I need to say, and whenever I'm done, I want you to repeat back what you heard, and most of the time, it is something completely different than what you said, as per, you know, what George is telling me, so, uh, yeah, jump in in here, jump in on here, George, I know you've been kind of quiet for a little bit, so, what's up, George? What's up, Randy? Oh, nothing, man, I just, I'm glad uh, you're starting to get some of that stuff taken care of, and You're a personal life right now, man. So yeah, it's good to see you. You too. man.
1: Yeah, if you were to measure the the 10 most important things in primary and secondary relationships in our culture, number one is healthy communication. And uh, unfortunately, most of us don't know how to do that because we don't know how to listen. Um, You mentioned earlier, perhaps, that we don't listen to learn, we listen to respond. And that's because of our ego there's, we, we know psychologically through studies that people listen actively or passively. And if you're a passive listener, you're missing 99% of what's being said. And then you form an opinion out of ignorance because you really never heard the other person. Even if we're listening actively, we still miss a lot of what's going on. So to be an active listener, like you said, Randy, ask the other person just to focus on what you're saying when you're through to repeat back what they heard. And if it's not what you meant, not what you said, then do it again until they do hear you. They do get it because most people, when you're trying to have a, a decent communication, they're thinking about how to rebut or how to add their two cents or how to say whatever is going on in their, in their mind, and that, which means you're not really listening.
0: You're not focused. But you got to be open. You got to want to. You got to want to actually get what that person's trying to come across. And sometimes, you know, perfect example. I mean, I've tried to have a conversation with someone and trying to get them to listen, and they got this, they got this smug look on their face, like, what, what? And it's like, you ain't. I don't even want to talk to you. Like, I can't even talk to you. So I was like, yeah, you can have this conversation. But I can see it all over your face if you don't want to have this conversation. And if you're not going to listen, I mean, So I mean, it's yeah, you you got to be open. That, that, uh, that communication and like the second sentence, we prefer listening to our own thoughts and ideas and opinions and not those of others. Yes. You know, we, we like to hear ourselves talk. Me me being in sales. Oh my goodness. That's, that's my, that's one of my biggest things is if I can get that person to talk about their motorcycle. Oh my gosh. They will not shut up. All of a sudden they're showing me pictures of their bikes, their families on their bikes, their dogs on the bike. We love to talk about ourselves. Sure we do. So I mean, um, it's called inflation. (laughs) <laughs> We'd like to blow that ego up a little bit. That's right. Well, I mean that's I've shit dude, I'm I'm a perfect example. I'm getting, you know, I've I've done I've done that, I've I've made that smug face just, you know, I am guilty of it, man. I just you know We all are. It man. makes you feel like crap once you realize, you know, that person's trying to get to get something across to you that's you know, that means something to them and you're just like, what the F ever and they can tell that. And they well, can see they can sense that you know absolutely like,
1: and if life you everybody has to come up with their own definition of life mine is life is relationship if it's not relationship then what is it and and so the meaning of relationship is to come together not to separate not be driven apart and right now in our culture is pretty obvious we're very divided we're very split we're very dysfunctional uh, and the leader of our country should be the one trying to bring us together. And it's obvious he's not, he's pulling us apart. And, uh, but, but this goes on in families, it goes on in just relationships and partnerships. You know, when we're trying to come together, it's the only thing that keeps us separated is our own ego. You know, we're not willing to listen. We're not willing to to let go. We're not willing to say, hey, you know, you may be right. I need to rethink this. The the ego is your biggest resistance for anything in life. Your biggest resistance. It does not want to incorporate with your heart, soul, and spirit. And you have to have all four of those to be a fully human being instead of a human
0: doing, right? Yeah, exactly. You you know, going about being. You know, it goes back to, you know, I told you uh, not last night, but the night before, you doing my meditation. You know, I kept, I was sitting there and I just, you know, I'm just i got my dog next to me i'm getting distracted you know i'm just like i can hear him breathing i'm like okay chill out chill out empty empty like you know i kept getting distracted i'm like oh come back do that number one <sighs> breathe you know like you said it's just an opportunity to keep coming back to god keep coming back and it's just hey at least you're coming back so i mean if y'all are doing this meditation practice hey yeah it's gonna be tough for a while but it's going to, like George is telling me, it's going to get to where it's you like your wallet. You can't leave your house without the wallet. You won't be able to go without your day without meditating or you're going to feel funky. And I'm getting to that. I'm not, I'm not good at it at all, but I'm getting to that point to where I'm just like, oh, you didn't do it yet. You need to go center yourself for this day. It's, yeah,
1: Randy, and I appreciate you saying that. I would, I would let go of anything that borders on self-talk about I'm not good enough because you are good enough you know that's very, yeah. but but we we, we do have a, a tendency to in our quiet moments to be critical about ourselves that's not i wouldn't I w- that's a gift that's not your enemy that's only to let you see your bullshit your bullshit how you need to change you know what how to become healthy and and here again most people do not want to do that you know the problems with most people lie outside themselves. You know, when I was counselor, before I retired as a counselor, I I stressed at the end of every session, look, don't attempt to remember everything we talked about in this hour, because that's a trick of the mind. You're gonna leave here, try to remember it all, and you're gonna forget it all. Take one or two things that made sense and focus on those for next week until you come back, because your change is gonna happen out of this office, not in this office. All I, all I am as a counselor is to, uh, I'm an instigator. I won't, I'm trying to flip a, f- a switch. Make, make
0: you think a little yeah, bit. Yeah.
1: I'm trying to flip that switch inside yourself to give you a better picture of how life can be for you. I can't fix you. You can only
0: fix yourself. Well, I mean, you know, you hear things, you know, or I've, I've heard this, your life right now, your current reality is your past choices, your snapshot of your past choices. So... Don't blame others, and that's what we want to do. We want to blame everybody for our current situation. You know, people people ask me, "Well, you never want to ride a dirt bike again, do you?" Because you broke. It. Man, it wasn't that dirt bike's fault. It wasn't that one's fault. It was my fault. I I went I, I I went there that day, and yeah, you can't. Everyone wants to blame something on something. You know, what I mean, and that's kind of a dumb. That's kind of a dumb. You know. No, you're right. You know, we do.
1: It's uh, I, if I said, "What are the two, um cultural attributes that are prominent in our nation is anger and blame. People are pissed off about somebody or something and they want to blame everything but themselves, right? That's why in psychology, we have what are called 15 defense mechanisms. And every time we use a defense mechanism, we're denying our own reality. You know, we're, we're blaming it. It's always out here. We don't have an inner core. We don't have an interior life and Unless you do that, unless you have some sort of internal life, some sort of internal core, you're always going to find everything
0: outside here to be at fault. You know, it's kind of, you know, what goes along with the meditation aspect. I was wondering last night, because I started writing down pretty much my day, and, you know, me and Matt and you, we had some awesome talks yesterday. And I just kind of just writing all that down, and it was kind of a form of meditation for me. It was kind of funky, you know? I mean, it was a learning process. Yeah, I mean, you, you, and things came out, things came out of, you know, that I would have never thought about or talked about, you know, when you're sitting there writing. And things come, you know, it, just like when I was sitting the there the other day doing the be still and know that I'm God. Be still and know, and be still, and then be. And this little this little whimper came out of me. I was like, what the, what was that? Like, and then I called you, remember? Yeah. And, you're, and you're like, "Well, why did you stop?" It? I go, "I didn't stop." He go, "Yeah, you did." I go, "No, I didn't." <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, you did. That was your ego. I'm like, "God dang it!" Because it was like it was uncontrolled. It was like a little. I was like, "Whoa, what was that?" Like, I mean, it was it was funky, dude. Sure. sure. You know, and it was like it was your body trying to heal itself. You yes. know. And I've had I've been up, you know, you know, my sister's a prophetic chick, and then we go to church and uh, or I, she told me to go up to this guy when he had like an altar call. She's like, go up to that guy out there. He's, this dude's pretty gnarly. And, um, I went up there and just kind of talked to him. He's a, you know, cool dude. He's a, I'm, I forgot his position up at the church, but, um, um, men's, men's, men's group leader or something like that. He's a cool dude. Anyways, he, he puts his one hand on my back around my back and then puts another hand on my chest and he, first thing he says, he goes, oh dude, you got a dagger inside of you. And he kinda of just kinda of just did a little jolt and my knees fell out. I was like, okay. And I'm gonna go get back up. He's like, no, nah, I just lay there and just soak in this, soaking the presence right now. I was like, Okay. You know, it was funky, dude. And that was like, you know, talking about that, there's something inside all of us that's trying to come out. And I don't care if you're an atheist, you're a Christian, you're a Muslim. We all have an energy inside of us.
1: I've got, yeah, I would use different words. We were born. You know, I mean, with, we we're every one of us, regardless of your belief system or your religious system, we all have the what I would call the divine DNA of our creator inside of us. We all have an innate knowing of what's in our hearts and souls and
0: spirits. Can I stop, just you're talking about the DNA that runs inside of us? Yes. Have you ever seen a picture of an atom? No. I'm sure you have. There's a proton, and there's a neutron, and an electron. There's three three bars, That's the trinity right there. So I'm just going, that's an atom. We're made of atoms, that is, we are.
1: Well, triads, three things. I do. Are are prominent throughout nature, in all of nature. But, But here again, people don't, they don't allow themselves to become aware of the innate knowing of their hearts, their souls, and their spirits. Because they're always in their minds, right? Trying to figure things out. Yes, trying and to find so, a solution. Uh, in fact, I'm, we may have said this previously, but the the old saying "peace of mind" is a, a oxymoron because when you're in your mind, you're never at peace. And the, and the, so to be you're out an, of you're
0: analyzing,
1: to be out of your mind, you're at peace, and that's the only reason for a meditative or contemplative practice is get to that place to where there are no thoughts. Because they do nothing but interfere. What you're wanting to do through meditation or contemplation, you have an inner healer. And people who do this consistently, at some point, they, they have an experience that before they'd had a different reaction to. And now they say, hey, wow, I used to do this when this happened. Now I don't. How did that happen? It happened because you took the time to spend in silence and stillness and in the presence of whomever God is for you. That's exactly how it happens. And so, I mean, so that, you know, we could go on like this forever, but you have to, you make comparisons to help people learn to tell a story. That's the the quickest way to the truth is through a story, right? And so I could use the analogy that our bodies are like a vehicle. We have four wheels. One is our mind, our ego. One is our heart, one is our soul, and one is our spirit. So if we're only riding around on one wheel, we're just going in a circle, right? Yeah,
0: we're done. Yeah. So we're done,
1: right. So, and, and that's the way most people are. I can promise you that if you're the same today that you were five years ago, you're going to be that same way five years from now. unless you make a choice to do something different in your life, it's all about choice, every mm-hmm. bit of it. And so, when you choose to do something that's going to help you personally grow, your ego is going to resist that because the ego believes it has all the power, it has all the control.
0: Well, and then it goes to the what you said is we prefer the familiar to the strange, to the strange, even if familiar is painful. Yeah. And we, I, shit, dude, I'm guilty of that shit right now. But like I said, I can't really tell y'all what I'm doing, but there's something on the on the. Uh, on the verge of, uh, you know, something, something's coming up. Something's about to come over. I'm about, I'm about, to, I'm about to break over the hill, <laughs> shall <show> I say. <laughs> so, uh, but now, you're the peace of mind thing you said, you know, uh, there's, this, there's this quote that Todd White says, you know, like whenever, like the other day, there's this kid with cerebral palsy that pulled up right in of my office. And my first intention, we have God DNA inside of us. Why, if I can't pray for him, why shouldn't he be in his wheelchair? That's my thinking to someone else that's you're crazy you're out of your mind you know so like, that's me like when I go pray for someone like that that's not me thinking that's me knowing that God wants him not to be in suffering that's you no know, and he might not get out of that chair right then Randy look and I know but to put to a bystander they're going he's I mean, out of his mind I go, and that's, that's someone that told me that right, one time
1: but all right let's 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 use the image or the story this is the exact same thing that happened when Jesus was here on the earth people felt that same way about him who does he think he is you know how can he do this right so here again i i'm very cautious about quoting scripture or you know using god language and all that because
0: yeah yeah, you can you you can memorize the bible but have no relationship at
1: all absolutely see
0: it's not what you say it's what you do that tells me who you are because i know so many people that want to throw bible verses at me and tell me this is what uh uh-uh Okay. Oh well. Well, how did did you have? Did he tell you anything this morning when you were when you were in communion with him? Oh, What's communion? Oh. Oh. Well, he, oh. He's that kind of God to you. He's far away. He's that great. That he's got that great beard and he's got this stick. He's down there lo- No. Uh-uh. Well, let, let me tell you, it's um, really
1: loving. Relationships are those that you can sit next to the person that you love on the sofa and never utter a word and be at peace, okay? That's what's so important about contemplative prayer. It's not about petitions. It's not about asking God or whomever you think God is for whatever. It's about being in relationship with whomever you think your God is. You're emptying your brain and being... And just being present. See, if, if God thought enough of you to create your life, don't you think it would be great just to be in relationship with that God? He, she, it.
0: Ooh. Hey, that's 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 on point right there. I mean, like you said, God is love and God cannot not love. That's right. So I mean, every that's that's you know, whenever you're having those negative thoughts or someone, you know, that's that's just that's that's you. That's you. That's, that's you. Right.
1: It's your choice, and 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 that's a that's a whole different topic we could talk about is choice. Whatever's going on in our lives, we're choosing it. I don't care if you want to blame somebody; you're choosing it. It's involved in your choice. No, nobody's holding a gun to your head, right? So, it's um, even quantum physics is now saying, hypothesizing, theorizing, that the universe is conscious. It is purposeful. It is evolving. Ever-expanding. Ever-expanding, and, and our just as our lives should be. There should never be a point in our lives where we stop growing intellectually, emotionally.
0: None. I mean... With the billions of galaxies that they're discovering, you have to be ignorant <laughs> to think that we are the only things I mean, it's just well, that, look,
1: that's a whole hey, other topic too, dude. But yeah, let's just, yeah, let's narrow it down to this. It it is shocking to me in this day and time, with our scientific knowledge, that there literally are people, educated people, who believe the world is only six thousand years old. I I not I can't put I mean, that blows my
0: mind. Yeah, that's just yeah, you're out yeah. But anyway, I've enjoyed this. Yeah, I was having some fun, man. Uh, yeah. I love I love these little talks, man. It, it expands my mind. It makes me think. And um, all my listeners, y'all are so awesome. I'm up to 397 uh, listens, and I got 44 listeners. Thank y'all so much. I love y'all so much. If like I said, if y'all want to send me an email. Um, I might send y'all some some loot back. Like I said, mx four seventy one racer at gmail dot com. Drop me a uh, comment or whatever. I'm about to get this on Facebook and YouTube. We're about to expand this a little bit. So start doing some videos and all that good stuff. But uh, yeah, man, any uh, good quotes you can leave with my people for now? I think we had yeah, what was that? Well, one? yeah,
1: I'll leave you with one. Life is not a problem to be solved. It's a mystery to be lived.
0: Boom. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, yeah. That's that's. Like I guess every time you say that, it goes to man trying to find a solution for everything <laughs> instead of like you know with your girlfriend she's mad at you or something or she or go something. with the else. flow.
1: Just go with the flow. Hey man, you can't push the river.
0: Man, yeah, I like it. You can't push the river. Well, thank you guys for listening. Let me unlock my phone so I can push this uh, end button. I love you guys so much, man. Thanks for the listens, all the good stuff. Bye.